This is a HeadGum Podcast. You will drain it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. Wow, what an amazing, what an amazing Whomies celebration. It really went well. And I feel like um, the public responded pretty positively as well. Yeah, now we just need to get all of the winners their Whomies trophies. <laughs> yeah, we'll go to the trophy store and, and make those like dollar ones that you can get. The like big question marks. What will the publicists do with them when they appear at their, you know, their offices? Will they just immediately throw them into the trash can? Yeah. No, they won't even make it into the office because they'll be like, this is, we did not ask for this. <laughs> we didn't order this. No, they're, they'll be the, the awards that, you know, and they're always like, where do you keep your Oscar? And they're like, oh, my toilet or like my mom's house or like. <laughs> I would love to have our award displayed prominently at Alexandra Daddario's mom's house. <laughs> <laughs> whoever she is wherever she lives austin swift's award just sitting on his mantle his only his first and only award uh tree pain tree pain has it on her desk as like an inspirational artifact tree pain is like listening to this podcast <laughs> like ready to tree see pain us. is drafting an email as we speak god oh my god do you know the only the only publicist ever to Mm, that's actually not true, but one of the quickest publicist responses to anything I've ever written was I wrote something for Vanity Fair about social media, and ta- and I mentioned Taylor Swift, and Tree Payne emailed the editor in like maybe four seconds after it was published. Mm-hmm. It was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. She, I mean, she's done that to me too. And it was like- She was very polite. Was such minutia. Yeah, but it's like such minutia, you know? Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. She gave me- uh, Tree Paint, for those of you who don't know, Tree Paint is Taylor Swift's longtime publicist. Whose name is literally Tree Paint. <laughs> That's not, like, we're not just calling her, like, some funny nickname. Her name is Tree Paint. Look it up. She, I wrote something. I was, like, quoting uh, TMZ and something, and she emailed me in five seconds after it was published and said that I got the quote wrong, that, that this thing wasn't true, and to update the story. And I said, well, I didn't say that i was quoting tmz and she was like oh i'm sorry i didn't catch that um my bad and then i guess she emailed tmz right after wow you corrected her i said actually tree like this is i was just quoting another source on tmz and she says oh i'm sorry i missed that and then that was it okay so it was something we wrote for vanity fair was the 2016 the year social media replaced celebrity pr remember that at the bottom which is incredible forever forevermore it says update the story has been updated to reflect that kim kardashian west snapchats of the phone call between her husband and taylor swift were edited and that video of kanye telling taylor swift he would be referring to her as quote that bitch does not appear in the portions (laughs) of the conversation like it's the most it's the most tree it's, it's it's the most. Tree is very good at her job, okay? Tree is Extreme, good at her job. Please don't come after us, Tree. We love you. No. Anyway, <laughs> how did we how did we get there? Oh, Austin Swift. Yeah. So Tree, you can accept the award on Austin's behalf. Thank you for everyone for attending the Homies. Your attendance meant everything to us. Thanks Thank for, for showing up. Thank you for supporting my vocal abilities as well. I got a lot of support. <laughs> From, from all of you. Everybody wants you to release that on iTunes. When will you be releasing the full version on iTunes? Um, yeah, but we have a lot of calls today. <laughs> yeah, Good honestly, calls. like top of the top of the show is 
our North Dakota, South Dakota feud, which is going strong. If you told me two years ago that the Who Weekly podcast would eventually just become a place for North Dakota, North Dakotans and South Dakotans to like air their grievances against each other, you would I wouldn't say, have believed sure. you. No, you would say, mm, yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah, not, I'm not surprised. Um, I just go. love how many callers we have from South Dakota. So yeah. that's the best part. It's great. Here we go. Hi. Since you asked, I'm calling in as your resident South Dakota native and expert and I guess I'm just going to get right to the point. South Dakota blows North Dakota out of the water. I started to think about some of South Dakota's who's and I thought of game show them Bob Barker and Mad Men them January Jones and then I realized I was just missing the point because really where South Dakota shines is it has so many hooey tourist landmarks. If you drive across the state, which you can do at 85 miles per hour on the interstate, um, you can see many more little gems as you're uh, going to visit the most obvious monument than Mount Rushmore. So little gems you can see are the Corn Palace, uh, Wall Drug, where you can get a glass of free water, Deadwood, which I can only describe as a miniature version of Fremont Street, except fewer puking half-naked women. Meanwhile, North Dakota, literally their website for tourism is thanking Josh Dumel for never denying his North Dakota roots. And then we get to look at his face on the legendary North Dakota ads hung up next to the Fargo gate at pretty much every Midwest airport. Anyway, I could go on and on, but this is totally enough. Ah, good for Bella Thorne. Love you guys. <laughs> oh, my God. He's really on the homepage. Oh, my God. Out of the whole country, you have Josh Dumel just on the homepage? No, and then he's on it again. If you scroll down, there's a video of him, like, mountain biking in North Dakota. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why is he's he, like, all the they center have. point of North Dakota? Honestly, this is enough. And then there's one of him in, he's like on the back of a pickup truck. He's on a horse. He's holding a baby. He's dressed like some sort of, I don't even know. He's dressed like um, some sort of revolutionary war hero. When people ask me about North Dakota, I just tell them this. To me, there's nothing better than hopping in the truck and just driving down those open roads. The smell of fresh hay and the biggest blue skies you've ever seen. Also, I gotta say, this video, he looks really hot. He looks great. He looks great. He looks great. He looks really good. Um, how, like, desperate are they to, like, to birth a new A-lister or, like, a new any-lister to replace Josh Yeah, Dumas? I wouldn't say he's on the A-list. He's maybe No, I'm just saying, I, that's why I stopped myself. But, I mean, like, they're, they must be so excited to replace him. Like, when will they get to replace him from their homepage? I mean, who knows? His, um, the, the list of notable people from North Dakota is, I mean... When you look at it, there aren't many other options. <laughs> Angie Dickinson, I think. Like, I would personally choose Angie Dickinson, I think. <laughs> so you're saying that he's the best they can do. Um, he's also, really the best they can do, Speaking yeah. of him, we have another call from North Dakota <laughs> about him. Can we just play? Can you just play? Let's see what I mean. Hi, this is Faith from Colorado. I literally could not finish listening to the last episode after the caller from North Dakota told you that Josh Dumel is from North Dakota, not from Fargo. He grew up in Minot. I know this because I lived there for a few years, and 
everyone there makes a big deal about it. In fact, he comes back for homecoming at the college almost every year. He used to bring Fergie, and it was a big ordeal because they had to shut down all the roads just to make sure he could get through town, being it's so small, and there's nothing else in North Dakota. So um, hope that helps. Good form, Bellthorne. Bye. Can you imagine Fergie in Minot, North Dakota? I can't. <laughs> Do you remember that uh, that Josh Duhamel movie where Julianne Hough is a ghost? Oh, no. The girlfriend's Wait. a ghost. The Ed, the dead wife's a ghost. Sorry. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Remember the Julianne Huff? God, it's a Nicholas Sparks movie. What? And Josh Duhamel starts dating Julianne Huff. Have you seen this? No, I just don't know who's a ghost. What's God, the movie? No, Kobe Smulders is the ghost. I'm Can sorry this stop? is spoiling it for all of you, but Kobe Smulders is like Julianne oh, Huff's friend the whole movie. Right. And then at and the they, end. And then she's a ghost. You find out she's a ghost. She's the ghost of Josh Duhamel's wife. Um, also, that's a great movie. It's really good. Because she's there the whole time, like, supporting him and being like, it's okay. Like, you you know she's, you know he's a widow, widower. But Oh, but you don't know she, who she you, is. You, you realize, like, it's it's very weird because Kobe Smulders only interacts with Julianne Huff. <laughs> and then at the end, you find out, I guess you see a picture of Josh Duhamel's wife for the first time or oh, dead no. wife. Okay, so it's, right, it's. It's Julianne Huff's like random friend, and you don't know who it is, and yeah. he never interacts with her. He but at the end, you find out she's his ex-wife, and she's like the wingman. She's wingmanning she's her, wingman her ex-husband because she wanted to give um, not ex. I mean, she wanted she to died. give his. She wanted to give him like a new love. You know, she just wanted to help him out. But it's also like so creepy that you're you're like being pimped out by a ghost. Yeah, and I think she's like the ghost saves Julianne Huff from a fire. If I remember Stop. correctly, or something, I don't know. How Can did we just, get here? What's the North name Dakota. of the movie, though? Safe Haven. Oh, okay. I kind of want to go to North Dakota. All this chatter about Josh Demol in North Dakota has me want to go there. And imagine you know going to our... the home. Imagine going to his hometown and like seeing all the like classic Josh Dumel like landmarks, like all I... these plaques and benches, like. I like how this South Dakota slander has actually skewed us into preferring North Dakota. Like, all these South Dakotans were like, North Dakota sucks. All they have is Josh Damal. And I'm like, that's enough. <laughs> that's more than enough. I mean, the question really is, would you rather go to Josh, Josh Damal's hometown or to, to Mount Rushmore? Josh Damal's hometown. See, that's what's fucked up about you. <laughs> Wait, that's your you, big problem. You agree with me, though. No, I would rather go see Mount Rushmore. I've seen Mount Rushmore. I don't need to see it again. I want to go to Mount Rushmore. I think it's cool. I'd rather go see, like, old guys carved into rock. I've only seen the Confederate Mount Rushmore, unfortunately, which is in Atlanta. Have you been oh, there? Yikes. No, I haven't seen that. No. Is that the one that's carved into the wall? Like, into it's the, Stone the Mountain. Side of the mountain? Yeah, 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 it's really weird and bad. No, I love it. Atlanta, but I love Atlanta, but that was the strangest thing ever. Um, North Dakota should just carve Josh DeMall into the side of a mountain and <laughs> yeah. one up. South Dakota's tourism. How about just like five different Do- Josh Dumals from different Josh Dumal projects? Like, you know, like. You know, the life as we know it, Josh Dumal. Can you name three more? The Safe Haven Josh Dumal. It's called Safe Haven, right? That's what the movie's called. What yeah, else? Um, what else? Oh. The Fergie's husband, Josh Dumal. Oh, yeah, the Fergie's eat. husband, Josh Dumal. Uh, what the hell was he in? New- wasn't he in um, uh, Win a Date with Tad Hamilton? I think that's all I can Oh, yeah. yeah he was Tad Hamilton. Mm hmm. Tad Hamilton, Josh Dumal. What else was he in? I don't know what else he was in. Transformers. Transformers. I don't really know the Transformers movies, but okay, that works. (laughs) Is that good? You you named like five. The five Josh Dumals. 
I don't think there's any other iconic Josh Dumals to be fair. Oh, all, he was on All My Children, so that could be one. Okay. He was also on the show Las Vegas. Remember that show? I do remember that show. Yeah. So I don't think. <laughs> I don't, I don't oh think my that. god, that's a lot of Josh Dumal. <laughs> yeah, I think we're good. I am Josh Dumal'd out. So is Fergie. Am I right? Mm-hmm. If I could, maybe I'd give you my word. Did you leave this outside my house last night? It was just sitting in my shed. I see you walking every day. It's perfect for you. I appreciate it, but I just, I can't take it. All right. Why won't you let him get to know you? I've had things happen to me in the past. Open up. <laughs> Everything's waiting for you. Did you hear about his wife? She passed away a few years ago. Okay, maybe I overreacted. Would you like to go canoeing with me? Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. This is Gabby from Chicago. First time, short time. And today... My number one favorite celebrity ever, Paris Hilton, has revealed via Instagram and all social media platforms and People Magazine that she is engaged. She's engaged to this guy, Chris Silka. I read he's an actor. It just completely bamboozled me that um, this kind of like C-list, very who person is now engaged to Paris Hilton, one of the most, you know, noticeable people on the planet. So I want to know more about this Chris Zilka. And also, have you seen that engagement ring? Oh, my God. Do you really think that he was able to pay for that? I don't know. We have questions. Hopefully you have some answers. Thanks, guys. Bye. I mean, we all knew this was coming. Ever since we saw Chris Zilka, one of our faves, I think one of our faves him. is really putting it generously. No. Like Ever one since of our we faves. found out that Chris Zilka, we don't someone stand we for generally this. like because of one single show. No, I'm sorry. Here we go. Ever since we found out that Chris Zilka, someone we had heard of, someone we knew who he was, was dating Paris Hilton, and we were like, interesting. No, but he's like hot leftover star. I was like, they'll probably get married. That's what I because yeah. he was the first person that she's publicly dated who's not some rich asshole seeming mm-hmm. person like he definitely doesn't seem like not an asshole but doesn't seem like an asshole he doesn't seem like an asshole lovey-dovey a pushover type guy he seems i, I mean know. that's Maybe exactly that's what he pretty, seems like i don't know i mean here's here's my evidence literally what kind of person would get paris In the disney font yeah paris's name paris tattooed in the Disney That's font. the sign of true love. That's Giant what I'm saying. That's why it was obvious they were going to get married. This was before they were engaged. Literally. In the and Disney And as for whether or not, font. like, he bought the ring or, like, how expensive was the ring, do we actually think that Paris wasn't involved in the financing of this ring? She probably picked it out. A hundred percent that is not a ring that he bought. Like, that's obvious. I'm sorry, the leftovers... Probably did a decent job of paying him, but not good enough for that. Not anymore. Not three a... seasons? No, he's stopped getting paychecks <laughs> from the leftovers. Barely three seasons. Um, Chris Zilka, who is he? Can I just give you the five things that Us Weekly wants you to know? Because we Please, know who yeah. he is. And we've talked about him briefly before, but we let's have. just do it. When refresh. they started dating, because you were like, oh, that's interesting. Um, Chris Zilka, not his real name. His real name is Christopher Michael Settlemeyer. He's from Ohio. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he's an actor. <laughs> that's not nice. <laughs> One of the things is just he's an actor. <laughs> the next one is he was once homeless. We I feel like we've I'm having like flashbacks. I feel like we've done this. Yeah. He was homeless. He's been engaged before. Another rude one. Also, he dated Lucy mm-hmm. Hale. Bye for a year, less than a year. 
Oh, yeah, I remember that. See, I remember all of this. Um, And (laughs) God, the last one is his love for Paris is permanent, meaning the tattoo. (laughs) That's it. That's good. Um, That's all we have to say. Uh, Paris Hilton financed the ring. Absolutely. And Chris Silka's hot and they look happy. And what did Paris say? How did she announce it? I'm engaged. That's hot. She said, I said, yes. Like spelled Y-A-S. But didn't she tweet about it being hot? Yeah. Something yeah. that's hot. Well, she... She's been extra on social media. Meanwhile, she's also a Trump apologist. She's so like... we can't yeah, start loving Paris she's Hilton She's not anyone special. Let's just say that. Like, I find it hard no. to believe she's your favorite celebrity because maybe like seven years ago, if that. Yeah. But not really anymore. Moving on. More marriage yeah. news. This one's better, though. Hey, guys. Long-time listener. Long-time caller. <laughs> Me and my best friend were just... At a New Year's party, and we just saw in the truly, truly in the corner of our eye, we caught Maria Manunos in a wedding dress. We tuck and roll out of the bar stools that we are sitting in, having a full conversation with another human who is not a part of food and culture. Scream in my husband's face, did Maria Manunos get married on live TV? He confirmed, yes. She did announce the pop wedding. Can you believe it? Maria Menounos had a surprise (laughs) wedding in Times Square. We looked at each other. We screamed. We have to call who we clean. We're sitting in a bedroom at a party. We're sitting on the floor in a bedroom at a party. All we care about is calling you. Are you dying? Oh, my God. What a who, bitch. Love you. Good form, Bella Thorne. Yummy pop, Scarjo. Bye. This. This is so weird. I had seen what's wild that I actually feel really bad. I saw 700 photos of Steve Harvey in that hideous outfit. And not once (laughs) did I notice that Maria Menounos was getting married in the foreground. (laughs) I literally, I saw her in a wedding dress, probably with a ring on her finger, 700 times in the past did few it, days and I never noticed that there was a wedding happening. Also like happening. didn't Maria Menudas have like cancer this year? Didn't she literally like survive cancer this year? Was that n- yeah, she had a brain Was tumor. that not enough? Like was that not why do this? No, that was terrible. Why? That was traumatic and now she wanted something beautiful. She wanted to start 2018 with like this a, a moment of pure joy and happiness. This is the beautiful thing I've ever I'm sorry like this is <laughs> I I don't even have ill will for her, but this couple has been together for like over 20 years or something like that. They've been together for like, this mm-hmm. Daily Mail article says they were together for 16 years in 2014. Mm-hmm. So do the math. That's not mm-hmm. 20, but you get it. I don't think it's, Why? Lindsay, how could you say getting married on live television by Steve Harvey in a white suit to someone named Kevin Undergaro is not beautiful? Well... <laughs> gathered on this really, really special occasion. Uh, this is a serious moment for you, so, I mean, God bless you both. So let's, let us begin this way. Kevin, do you freely and without reservation give yourself to Maria in marriage? I absolutely do. <laughs> and Maria, do you freely and without reservation give yourself to Kevin in marriage? I do. All right, now face each other, hold hands, and Kevin, please declare your vows to Maria. Papa Booey, on to you, Steve. <laughs>
the best thing on Wikipedia is citation needed, and there's a very good one in Kevin Undergaro's Wikipedia. He his his lead fact is that he's the creator of AfterBuzz.tv, which I have heard of and I think watched. But when you scroll down to what AfterBuzz is, it says Undergaro is the creator of the aforementioned AfterBuzz TV, which has become the world's largest online broadcasting network. Citation needed. Citation I know. Needed. When you see citation needed in like a celebrity bio, it usually means like the publicist put it in or something. And like the mm-hmm. Wikipedia editors are like, we're not going to take this out because it's not worth our time. But like, please cite. Like, please cite your sources. Like, source? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't really understand. Like, I don't understand how I've seen AfterBuzz TV. It's a but website. I know I have. You've seen it. It's like they do. They did like recappy stuff when it was like recap culture was big. You know, they have like show like whatever. Mm. The best thing is he it says he has also created Black Hollywood Live, the Popcorn Talk Network, and Book Circle Online. None of which I've ever heard of. Which says nothing, but you know. The funniest thing about AfterBuzz.tv, AfterBuzzTV.com, is that. Uh, it has a pull quote on the top right, and the pull quote is the ESPN of TV talk. Who is it by? Maria Menunos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the ESPN of TV talk is Watch What Happens Live. So, so they've been together for like a gajillion years. Mm-hmm. And I just wouldn't, what just kind of like is confusing to me is that like after a gajillion years of being together, this is what, this is where they decide to pull the, pull what? Pull the, what was I going for there? Pull the, pull the plug. <laughs> no, to, is that to, what it is? To you know what's pull the to, plug. not pull the plug to, to uh, plant the flag. <laughs> I can't think of the idiom either. This is where they decide to point B, whatever it is. Pull, uh, pull trigger. Pull the trigger. Pull the trigger. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna holy I'm gonna pull hell. the trigger on my own self after that. <laughs> Jeez. Um. That's just like Steve Harvey, Steve Harvey in like a meme, like Steve Harvey's meme was like more popular than their wedding. Like no one cared. How depressing is that? You get married on live television on the new year and no one cares because they're too focused on Steve Harvey's hat. And right. Coat. And you're on. It's like also during a time when all these networks are competing with their very best. Like you're not even going to be like number one in the ring. You like she could have really done something if she wanted to be on live TV. I feel like um mm-hmm. the love and hip hop marriage got more views than this one or like the bachelor marriage or the or freaking like uh you know what i mean i just this is just i don't understand why if you're gonna do this if you're gonna get married on live tv you choose like the middle one like not even the most whatever like i sound crazy but it's more just Mm, i'm on i'm on one website that has footage of this wedding and it only has eight thousand views i and no, no one cares. One, no I one know. cares that Maria got married. And she's like fine. Like she's great and they've been together for so long. He seems cheesy as hell, but like whatever. Like I'm sure yeah, she really whatever. likes him. <laughs> I mean, they've been together for so long. Moving on. Hi, Hobie This is Liam calling you from Sydney, Australia. Yes, I am American, but I'm calling with a bit of a scoop that's making waves down under. Um, I'm not sure if you know this uh, Australian icon named Chappelle Corby. She is um, a, I don't know what she is, she's nothing, but she was in the news for a long time and still is because she got arrested for smuggling uh, marijuana in Bali, spent nine years in a Bali prison, now she's back in Australia living in Queensland. And anyway, she's 
become sort of a Instagram influencer thing that appears in the news every once in a while. And um, today she released what is being heralded as uh, summer's hottest new track because it is summer down here in Australia. Um, it's called Palm Trees. She released it on Instagram with some other musician whose name I already completely forgot, like Telesny, Nelezi, something like that. Anyway, I just thought you might want to hear it because it's really terrible. And also, um, she's really just a weird and interesting character. And then also, if you could just clarify whether or not the song is a joke and also who this other person whose name I have butchered is, that would be great. Anyway, I love the show. Uh, good form. I love soaring. Bye-bye. So this caller originally emailed this because I guess he was he's on vacation. He's like busy having the time of his life. And he emailed us being like, have you heard of this woman? When I saw the email, I recognized her name immediately because I am a huge fan of the 2007 documentary Ganja Queen. How, do you do you know mm-hmm. what that is? I watched it this morning, actually. <laughs> I hadn't seen it until this morning. So Chappelle Corby, who is like a, a, a celebrity in Australia, who's like known. She's like the, mm-hmm. I said this as we were just talking now, but she's kind of like the Amanda Knox minus the murder of it's Australia. Like, it's like broke down palace meets Amanda Knox. Yeah. It, I, Whenever Amanda Knox got out of Italian jail, she sort of turn to humanitarian work, you know, like charitable work, trying to make sure that this doesn't happen again. Um, Chappelle just wants to start a music career. (laughs) I'm not referring to really their crimes. I'm referring to the, to the response to them, right? The, the way that they're like the fandoms around them. Like they're both like young, attractive women who were in the spotlight for like doing a crime. Maybe no one knows. And some people think that they're guilty and some people think that they're innocent. And it's kind of like evenly split. Mm-hmm. So Chappelle's crime was she. <laughs> well, her alleged she went to Bali her alleged and then, crime, and then custom, the crime that she pleaded guilty to. They opened up her like customs opened up her boogie board bag, which, as Lindsay says, I didn't even know a boogie board bag existed until this case. They opened up her boogie board bag and they found ten pounds of weed in it, and she says she didn't put it there, and the other like drug runners put it there. The Indonesian government says, "Hell no, you put it there." So basically, they found. 10 pounds of weed in her boogie board bag. Um, she said she didn't put it there. The government says she did. They found her guilty. She could have gotten executed by firing squad. That's the maximum penalty, but she didn't. She only got 10 years in prison. Whether or not she did it didn't really become an issue until later in the documentary, but at first you're just kind of like, that's really harsh for like a for like a mm-hmm. foreigner with a bunch of weed in a boogie board bag. You know, mm-hmm. but also the, just that she was so... Like, she was a very sympathetic character because she really couldn't understand the language. She was dealing with um, interpreters, and they really weren't interpreting things correctly. Like, her sister Mm -hmm. was married to a guy who was from there, and she would, like, watch the interpretation and be like, they're not telling her, like, what they're saying. So you felt bad for her, like, on every other level, except if you asked me point blank whether she did it or not, I would be like, I don't know. But that's kind of how also (laughs) I (laughs) feel. I don't know. And then it gets, it gets, it also gets a little. It also gets a little messy because maybe other people in her family could have been involved in it too. Right. That's sort of another allegation. Right. That's like maybe her half brothers had something to do with. It. Maybe her family. Well, had the other to thing is she's it. not from a rich family. She's not from like all of Australia is obsessed with her because she's kind of like lower class. Like she's not the typical mm-hmm. whatever. She got twenty years. She ended up serving, I think, nine in prison. Mm-hmm. Right, nine. But she was in Bali like for over. Well, a decade. she had to stay there the after. Sentence. 
She had to yeah, stay there. Which is yeah. kind of depressing. So she's finally back in Queensland so with her family. So she came and back she's... this year, like in May of this year. A Sis 9 News with Peter Overton. Good evening. Decoys, convoys, disguises. It's an operation any secret service would be proud of. Convicted drug smuggler Chappelle Corby is back in Australia after almost 13 years in Bali. And while her family gathers to celebrate her homecoming, tonight Chappelle's whereabouts remain a tightly guarded secret. She's finally mm -hmm. back and it's news. But the best part is that she's using her celebrity to release, she released a song. That's the news that is what this caller is talking about. But the song is the song is clearly a joke. It's but very. But it's also just like it's it's, it's insane. I'm in Queensland and it's sunny. I have the palm trees behind me. Begins with it began with her literally in Queensland on a day that was sunny and she was behind palm trees. Okay, palm trees are behind her. So she sung this song. This is the song that she just sang, you know, spontaneously on her Instagram feed. <laughs> then at some point, <laughs> she gets her friend who can do music production. I don't really know the process, and they turned it Neither into like she. a little Instagram <laughs> single. And it's really funny. So just funny because it's like this isn't. This is clearly. This is clearly just for fun. You know, like this isn't. She doesn't really want to. The way that music. the BBC writes about it says Corby, who spent 13 years in Bali after being found guilty of smuggling drugs into Indonesia, is renowned for taunting the media. After her return to Australia in May, she posed a series of videos bragging about how she was able to avoid the TV cameras. Despite some outlets referring to the song as Corby's debut single, it is unlikely the convicted drug smuggler will pursue a career in music. <laughs> It's just, it's just she's in queensland and it is sunny all the photos somehow look like they're old even though they're only like six months max uh but it's funny that she hasn't somehow her her missing pop culture for 10 years has translated to her entire aesthetic being 10 years too late down to like the graininess of some of these photos they just look old right. even though they're brand right. new. like unlike amanda knox she actually served time <laughs> like this woman like was in jail <laughs> yeah. like she definitely was in jail. you know what i mean like yeah. i'm more i'm more compared like she didn't kill anyone and i don't know if amanda knox did either to be honest but <laughs> what i mean is just the way that they're treated because like she was also called like a whore and like she you know there's right. just like a lot of there's a lot of overlap i think in between in the way that they're famous um i gotta say also i'm loving the like australian joke brigade on twitter like this tweet uh the single that Chappelle corby released sounds exactly how i always imagine a song written by a convicted australian drug smuggler who has a sister named mercedes would sound <laughs> she's really good there's also so many photos of her with boogie boards and every time you see a photo with her of the boogie board you're like yikes <laughs> be careful when you pack it Ch well, Chappelle. 
be careful when you this pack it. combined with um the movie broke down palace makes you never want to travel oh yeah i mean i didn't need anything other than broke down palace to make me never want to travel <laughs> all can you right here can you play the clip of claire danes going i didn't do it <laughs> i didn't do it who's her who's her friend there it's like kate beckinsale <laughs> And Kate Beckinsale's the chill one. Yeah. He wants to take us to Hong Kong. I don't want to go to Hong Kong. Please. You go. Come on, how many times have I done this for you? Um, what's next? Lindsay, Bobby, second time, long time. Have some dirt to start off 2018 for you today. So, remember Olivia Newton-John's, like, missing, but also dead, but also not dead boyfriend that was found in Mexico, and everyone was like, don't worry, he's there, but just, like, leave me alone. Um, turns out, he may not actually be found quite yet. So we're from a small town in Manitoba. That's in Canada. It's the coldest part. Don't worry about it. It sucks. And the news headline at the top of our CBC Manitoba, that's our public broadcasting people, is telling us that a Manitoba man has said that tabloids falsely identified him as Olivia Newton-John's missing former boyfriend. So... His form, the former boyfriend is apparently some dude from Brandon in these pictures. He's not actually Olivia Newton-John's missing boyfriend. So I guess our question is, should she remain hopelessly devoted to this guy and see if he is uh, still maybe just a dead body or is he alive? We don't know. Anyways, rambling. Hope I get on You're Doing Amazing Caller, Sweetie, or Sweetie Caller. Whatever. Loves ya. Bye. No, this is an excellent call. You're not getting on You're Doing Caller, You're Doing Amazing, Sweetie. This is crucial information. Thank you so much for updating us on the whereabouts of Olivia Newton-John's estranged ex-boyfriend who is... Patrick Prob- Who is, uh, turns out, not alive. Well, he is alive. He's alive, but he's not. Look, I still think he's alive. I just think that the photo might not be him. I just, yeah. But I still think the photo could easily be him. So I, I Google this, and it's very, like, it's very, like, up-to-date news. This call is, like, very topical. And the headline, it's from, yes, literally the second, it's from yesterday. It says, Manitoba man says tabloids <laughs> falsely ID'd him as Olivia Newton-John's missing ex-boyfriend. It's just this guy with, like, long gray hair holding the National Enquirer or whatever. And it's, like, not me. And the best is that it's from, speaking of Australia, remember, it was from an Australian tabloid. Oh, yeah, new idea. So it's from so that guy on the cover of New Idea that we were talking about is not Patrick McDermott. It's the blurry Sasquatch photo. He claims it's him. I I mean, we should take what this guy says. Why he knows what he looks like? But this guy looks like no one. That's what I'm saying. It's a blurry image. It could be anyone. It could be me and okay. But if you were at a specific place at a specific time and you knew that was you, you would know what you look like. You would know it was you. Do you really? You're not trusting the Manitoba man for saying it's him. No, I'm not trusting. Anyone in this investigation. I'm not trusting anyone. And also... What do you have? What? Why are you the detective in this case? Because the guy so... Because they've been doing this for years. This this story existed long before the photo existed, you know? I think that... I think maybe the photo is of the Manitoba man. <laughs> maybe the photo is of the Manitoba man. But... But I don't think that that proves that Patrick McDermott isn't actually alive and faked his own death by jumping no, no, no. off of these a are, boat called these Freedom. These are separate stories. What I'm saying is we had said conclusively because of that photo that he was alive and we found him. So we have not found him and we do not know whether he is alive or dead. But he's probably alive. 
he's probably alive, and that is probably Manitoba Man. <laughs> but what I'm saying is Olivia Newton-John shouldn't be in mourning. She should move on with her life. I, both, I, think, I think we've been agreed on this for a long time now. Okay. okay. <laughs> Am I desperate to ask this her photo, about this? this? Yes, but will I know? <laughs> <laughs> this poor guy, though. I mean, it really is funny to find yourself involved in this uh, this story just accidentally. I just love him holding the... Hey, uh, were you on the cover of New Idea in Australia? It's like, what are you talking about? Says, I'm not really sure how it ended up there, Stobie to- said on CBC Manitoba Radio Noon on Tuesday. But apparently somebody took a photo of my wife Bridget and I when we were in Sayulita. Like, they were on vacation and somebody took a photo. And they said, that's Patrick McDermott. This is really good. This this quote. It's just hilarious. There's no end of jokes about it. We all got a good laugh about it. See, he's got a good attitude. He thinks this is really funny, and it is. <laughs> I love it. And it is. And it is. And it is. Thank you. And it is. So, moral of the story, Patrick McDermott almost certainly faked his own death, but that photo might be of a very kind Manitoba man. And not Patrick McDermott. Yeah. <laughs> Manitoba man is like the really friendly version of Florida Man. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like the opposite of Florida Man. It's like Florida Man like found uh, what 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 a Florida what does Florida Man do? Like Florida Man drives car into McDonald's, but like Manitoba Man like left a big tip at McDonald's. You know, like Manitoba Man is friendly version of Florida Man. Hi Bobby, hi Lindsay. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Love you guys so much. Anyway, I, so long story short, my friends got engaged recently and they kept getting these like videos made by like D-list celebrities, like basically every housewife that you can imagine. And I was like, how the heck is that happening? Like, who do you know? Like, are you friends with Andy Cohen? I don't get it. Anyway, turns out there's this amazing website called bookcameo.com that we discovered is like the culprit of like how they have all these videos so anyway obviously go to bookcameo.com just like look at it and it is literally riddled with every has been actor every youtuber every viner you can imagine and i was like weeping the best part is they get to pick like what their price is as far as like oh i will make you a customized video for your you know whatever you have to pay me for it great and so, literally, the range is, like, pays on day, chocolate rain. Is, his video cost $9, all the way up to Dina Lohan, which is actually amazing, for $50. And so, I just love that these, like, D-listers are getting to rate how expensive a video message from them is worth. Um, honestly, my favorite is Dina Lohan, but also, like, Nick Coletti, the YouTuber, 50 bucks, like, you don't even do anything, like. Nothing is worth $50 from you. Anyway, check it out. It's hilarious. Um, good form, Bella Thorne. Love you guys. Go on that website and tell me who, like, the worst human is and who you get the most thanks for your buck for, for a video message, because that's pretty awesome. Anyway, love you guys. Bye. Okay, so this website is bookcameo.com. I'm obsessed with it. It's perfect in every way. It's like, it's like micro... It's micro celebrities making literal micro content for people. Um, the best part is you can watch like some of the videos, which is it's truly the perfect insane. website. It's the perfect website for 2018. 
It's split up between different categories like YouTubers, reality stars, musicians, actors, comedians, athletes, viners, fitness models, bloggers. If you're wondering where Dina Lohan is, she's under actors. I don't know why she's under actors. But if you want Dina... You could get HQ Scott, but he's temporarily well, unavailable. he's too Did famous right that? now. Yeah. If you want Dina Lohan to send you a video and say whatever you want, you can. she'll do it for $50. It's the most amazing trade like it's amazing and so you have a video rebecca black is only 25 dollars. well it's it's sad because it's like who sets the prices question mark ryan cabrera is less expensive than rebecca black yeah what what would we set ourselves as price wise i think we should be very affordable i think we should set it at five five i'm not just going on camera for five dollars no more than ten dollars don't devalue me no more than ten dollars I think it should be $50. Chris Crocker's 20 ch- Vicky Gunvalson is 80 I don't want to be cheaper than Dina Lohan. Like, that's like, I will not. I will not. No one would pay $50 to get us to. Well. To say, hey, like, Stephanie, um, your, fr- your friend told us it was your birthday. Uh, you're a wait, them to can, us, girl. Can play, what, what? Can I play the Dina Lohan one for the Houlihan yes. family? <laughs> Hi, wishing all my Houlihans a happy Lohan holiday. Enjoy Huliyoki <laughs> and have a happy, happy new year. Hi. Enjoy Huliyoki. I just love you. Can make them say whatever you want. You're like, hey, hula hands. Wait, this one is good. Wait, where is this? Hi, Ahmed. It's Dina Lohan. Hope you have a great holiday. Um, but I just want to let you know that Merrick is an awesome town. I still live here. My 94-year-old... Okay, great. She's telling she's telling Ahmed that she still lives in Merrick, Long Island. Don't worry. She still lives here. Um... For that's for Scott Rogowski. That- Listen to Scott. Hey, Sukoffs and Raps. It's Scott, the trap trip back to Hebrew, Steve Harvey, Meshuggah Martindale, Semitic Sajak. I heard Aspen's got some great snow and that UH cuties are obsessed with my show. I'll save some stone for you guys back in New York. <laughs> I gotta say the it's most, like- the most famous person on here is Tori Spelling. Mm-hmm. She's on the homepage. But that's a hundred percent. And hers are $50. <laughs> She's not even as expensive as Vicky Gumpelson. Wait, can I play this one? Hold on. I hear from a little birdie, a.k.a. your hubby, um, that Crystal, you and your hubs are pregnant with your third child. Congratulations. I love this. I actually love this. I think this is incredible that you can pay for celebrities to, like, know shit about you, kind of, <laughs> and then, like, speak it back to you. I love this. What would you write for Tori Spelling to say to me? If you wanted to spend $50 on me, what would you make her say? Well, I wouldn't book Tori Spelling. No, but if it, if you had to book Tori Spelling, Why would I have what would you make Tori Spelling Tori say? Spell. I would, Lindsay, what would, you make I would her say make to her me? say, Lindsay, like, like, something about being a who. I would, like, I would, like, trick her into calling herself a who. And then I would make her, like, I would make her, like, quote, Carol or something like I would. I would make. Her, oh yeah, quote a movie. That I would good. make her like say. I'd a make line her from read Carol. the letter that Carol writes to <laughs> yeah, Therese. Yeah, yeah, I feel like dearest. I feel like as Carol said in the movie Carol, like I would make her do something like that, like something truly deranged. I mean, the thing is, is like I guess they don't have to do it, but you just give them the you give them the guidelines or something. I mean, it's this is amazing. Micro celebrity has never been more like exciting and accessible than this. Mm-hmm. Just imagine Tori Spelling being like, dearest, there are no accidents and everything comes full circle. Wait, they already emailed us back and said we, they told us to download the app. Wait, really? Hi, Bobby and Lindsay. This is Martin from Cameo. Please download the app. When you create an account, the invite code is Cameo, Cameo, Famio. 
Wait, do we? Does that mean we get to do it? Oh my god, we're on cameo. <laughs> Holy shit! Wait, but I don't think that we're just on it like that. Like, no, I think we're just on cameo. Because who? And it can't, what do they care? If they can make money off of us, what does it matter? I know, but like, I can't. They... No, I want to have a cameo account by the time this by the time this episode is but live. You're like I want to have a encouraging cameo people to pay for us to make them videos. Like this is like. It's not a good look for us. Anyway, anyway, we'll let you know if this is if this is uh, if this works on our Twitter. Anyway, uh, is that all we have for this week? That better be because we've like we've gone so far. We're like we're so over it. We're so done. We're yeah. so done. I'm personally very done, and I guess we'll see you on Monday. Have a great see weekend. See you on Cameo. Bye. Bye. See you on Cameo. Bye. Uh, we'll be a hundred dollars. <laughs> uh, that's for certain. So. Bye. Bye. You will drive us. Hi, Who Weekly. It's Abby. Um, I just wanted to call and accept my Who Me for best call of the year. Um, I just wanted to say that it was an immense honor to be nominated not once but twice and to learn that I won. Wow, what a feeling. I can only imagine that I'm feeling the same way that the Daly family felt when they found out Tim had broken both of his legs. You know, shocked, but also amazed because he managed to break both of his legs. Um, But anyway, I feel like I should thank a few people. Uh, First, my sister for being at the Women's March with me and watching Tyne Daly put her name on a piece of paper and put it on the window of the Samantha Bee bus, Um, you know, for experiencing that with me. Uh, Next, to my friend Ronnie, you know, she introduced me to the podcast many moons ago, and, you know, without her, I wouldn't be here. Um, And then finally, you two, you know, Bobby and Lindsay, thank you for correcting me every time I pronounce someone's name wrong. Um, Also, for teaching me what Frito pie is, Um, you know, definitely have no interest in eating it, but it's good to know that it's out there. Yeah. Um, anyway, thank you. I do have a banister if Bobby does not feel like building a banister. Um, but yeah, um, I feel like this is when my music would start playing to usher me off the stage. So I am going to go. Uh, good form, Bella Thorne. Thank you. Goodbye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>